Hey guys. How's everybody yeah. doing? Good. I hate you. Hey, did, did, did y'all hear about the guy with five penises? His pants fit like a glove. Hey, uh, guys, um, what kind of waves wash up on tiny beaches? Microwaves. Hey, uh, you know what? I really wouldn't worry too much about your smart appliances spying on you. Uh, you know, your vacuum's been gathering dirt on you for years. Um, hey, 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 Neth, Neth, Neth. What? What's a pirate's favorite letter? R. <laughs> no, it's the C. Uh, folks, um, you, you all know that gravity is a fundamental force in the universe, but what happens when you remove it? You get gravy. Um, these jokes and ghosts have a lot in common, you know? Uh, they, 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 they get a lot of booze. Need a lot of booze. Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast. I, of course, am Gabriel. These are my co-hosts, Neff. Chris. I hate you so much. And Kevin. Hello. I gave you the dad joke introduction this week because I've been planning on that one for a while. Nice. And you collected and Chris, some winners, I just gotta say. There, there were a couple of winners in there. There were a couple of, there were a couple of strong ones, a couple of weak ones. You know, just like every hey, dad. I'm joke not gonna lie, the pants that fit like a glove killed me the first time. I know it did. <laughs> yes. Um. Yes, they were all very purposely bad jokes. They are dad jokes. They are the highest form of comedy, as all people know. Um. As I said, this is episode 175 of the Coast to Coast Expanding Universe podcast show. It is the whole gang is here for the first time in like oh two months. Woo! The whole wild. gang is here. It's not Chaos Squad. It's not Bro Time. It's the whole gang. <laughs> I love how we have names for this shit. <laughs> yes, it's everybody here this week. Um, wonderful to see. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump straight into what I've been doing the last couple of weeks, and uh, then we'll go ahead and uh, jump around a little bit. Um, so I have been playing played up with Chris, uh, sorry, uh, Kevin, Neth, and Elby. Um, yeah. And then so occasionally, games with us. Occasion, it's because he's asleep by the time we usually I get know, to that. You I'm not usually the one that gets the shit on him. So. I know you usually don't get to, but I, Chris was really hoping that it stayed that way because he wanted one of us to just not give him crap constantly. <laughs> I love you, honey. Oh, I'm glad that you're a productive member of society, Chris. Wow, like he wasn't a productive member of society before. He's more productive now. <laughs> wow, just because just because he's working full time, he's a productive member of society. That's a really narrow scope of view on what makes he's a productive member of society. More productive. Well, I agree with you, Kevin. I agree with you, Kevin. <laughs> That is an incredibly narrow scope on what is a productive member of society. I'm proud of him for actually getting an adequate amount of sleep. That I wouldn't say I'm productive. proud of. 
he's still not getting an adequate amount of sleep, but he's doing better. <laughs> I'm getting eight hours every night. I'm getting wow. eight hours every night. I need Baldini to check that getting, on your watch. Yeah. Can you confirm? Um, oh, I don't so, wear my watch to sleep. I charge it at night. Okay. So, like I said, uh, I've been playing played up with uh, LB, Kevin, and Neff, um, and in three-person groups every so often. Um, been having quite a bit of fun doing that. Um, what is it's played that, up for the viewers at home? Video game. It's a video game. <laughs> It's we Diner Dash. It's four ago. player Diner Dash. Yeah, they have talked. They have spoken about this, but you have here. You didn't get sucked into Facebook games uh, in the early 2000s. It's okay. I fucking oh, love Diner Dash. I miss Diner Dash. I played Diner Dash on Facebook. I just played it just on the computer. I believe no, it originated as a Facebook thing. I didn't play I... it through Facebook. I fucking loved that game when I was a kid. Oh my god. Um, so yes, it's four-player, it's co-op Diner Dash, essentially. Um, been having uh, a lot of fun. We finally kind of hit a stride and sort of figured out where roles should be and who is strong where and yeah, consistently we're hitting like 15 days, so. Yeah, Didn't, we beat Every time twice. we got the 15 days, though, somebody had to fucking leave because it takes like an hour just to get to 15 days uh-huh your point mm-hmm. yeah we start again from 15 days didn't we establish that uh you get overtime and then if you fail it starts a new day and you can use a franchise for that okay yeah but fun times um yep so been playing that with those folks. Um, I playing Monster Hunter every so often. It's still in a really good state. Um, the week's been ever going really, really well. They are doing new event quests every week, and we've got a new update that'll be coming. New title update that's coming in into this month, actually, into September. Um, and I've been playing a shitload of Dota with LB. Uh, we played a couple games with Kevin last night, but I've just been playing a crap load of Dota with LB, like three or four games a day. Nice. Uh, battle passes support, live. Right? Uh, generally, I, G- LB and I generally run uh, a safe lane combo, so I'm usually playing like a four or five support, and he's playing uh, position one usually uh, in safe lane. And yeah, we're just kind of vibing. I'm dog shit at the game. I'm still dog shit at the game years and years on, but you know. Are you better at uh, League of Legends? arguable i don't actually play real games of league anymore i only play aram in league so uh yeah i only play aram in league so i uh just do a lot of i i'm generally a hard support in league also i'm generally a support player in most games that i do play um the the in most of these moba games um i like playing gap playing support is the reason i learned dd carry Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy playing a hard support. I like the there's a whole set of mind games that go on when you play as a support. Uh, there's a lot of things that you have to do that you need to do to make sure that your carry gets fed and your carry does their job correctly. Um, it's it's a couple of little meta games that you're playing within the main game, uh, the vision game, all sorts of stuff like that. So I like the thought process that goes behind that. I like 
I will say that in Dota, I do much more prefer playing the support because there is a lot of playmaking potential as compared to uh, League, where League's playmaking potential for supports is typically fairly small scale. It's usually small scale skirmishes, like one or two players, uh, mm. rather than a team fight. Mm. Team I think fight that depends on the score. It it does. Um, a lot of league supports is kind of feel very one v one, one v two, one v three kind of uh thing to me. There are some that have massive, you know, group wide. Uh, I was like, gonna say like Seraphine and Leona, they are game changers in team fights. Yes, they are game and Renata. They're all game changers in team fights, but that's because they are just a. It's the disruption thing. It's the CC aspect of it. Whereas in Dota, you actually can do a crap load of damage, and you actually can carry a fight on your own uh, as a support. Um, Sort of, yes. You can kind of carry a fight on your own as a support in uh, Dota. Um, There's lots of interesting effects that you can do. There's lots of... uh, There's a lot more complexity associated with it. Um, In Just in terms of interactions and the various effects that happen. So I really do enjoy playing like a 4 and 5 in Dota. Um... I like threes and twos ish sometimes, but the three and four and five are typically support. Uh, position one is your hardest carry, your big carry, and then uh, two and three are lesser carries, but still carries nonetheless. Uh, it's typically revolves around that kind of stuff, uh, as far as I remember. It's been years. Don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, I like anything from three to five. I like. Those are positions that I like to play. Um, And yeah. So. Kevin, I know you have been playing. You played a couple of games in Dota with us last night. How was that? Like, how was that for you? Like, because I know your transition, you've transitioned away from Heroes of the Storm. You were talking about maybe going to League of Legends and uh, you just kind of decided to play a game, a couple of games in Dota with us last night. How did that go for you? Um. Well, I did reinstall League of Legends, but didn't realize I'd have to pay $15 to switch accounts to the U.S. because I can't play with mm-hmm. Chris as much. And then I guess I have to put money into the game before I can even see the option to switch regions because the option wasn't even Your in best bet is just to make a new account. I think region swapping is actually disabled at the moment. They usually disable region swapping. Okay. So can I, I make it with the same different. email address or do I need to? Um, use a different you'll need a address? second email address, I think. I'm not 100% certain about it. So the, the reason for that account. is that, so, so, it's, so yeah, so the thing is, it's a Riot account that you, and mm-hmm. all of the transfers are coming through the league client. So you transfer your entire Riot account to the US through the, through the league client, through the league client. Interesting. Okay. So all of the games would be running off the US at that point. Which I only just discovered when I transferred back to EU. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I played Kevin... Dota instead. Um, and I think, I th- first of all, I, I wanted to play League because League just seems a little bit more polished than Dota is. The animation uh... is a little janky. The graphics are a little jankier. It just, it's not as good looking. And I don't know. Your aesthetics, maybe I think it's very different aesthetic styles. I was gonna problem. say it's completely different aesthetic. I think Dora goes 
at least with the actual map design goes a little more realism a little bit more more so than league does mm. um and you know you know what realism's like you you got to keep that shit polished and up to date constantly or it does feel you know out of date compared to other yeah, yeah. cartoony uh, car- cartoony graphics hold up a bit yes. more than realism Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you 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 have a lot of design space when you kind of go, okay, well, we can do anything we really want to. We can make this look however it is. This is just be traditional weeby kind of swords and sorcery fantasy stuff. Totally fine. But it's like you go, oh, well, I want something that's a little bit more, a little bit more, you know, uh, with a breath of life in it, a little bit more of a breath of uh, realism to it. And yeah, so you, you do suffer for that if you don't constantly update your engine, constantly update your graphics. I still think Dota stands up um, for its for its graphics, for its graphics fidelity and its graphics quality. I think it definitely stands up. There are vast differences. Like you go look at Dragon Knight and the original Dragon Knight, and then you look at his uh, persona from uh, Dragon's Blood. Uh, you look at Marcy, who is a regular ass character. Looks completely different from every other character in the game. Look at Drow and then look at Thigh Mama. Yeah, yeah. Look at. Uh... <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Don't you shit talk Traxxas, okay? Do not shit talk. Do not shit talk the 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 silence. On that note, ice I spawn. <laughs> what? Look at who our viewers are. Oh. I spawn. Uh, no, but seriously, look at Dragon and look at Thigh Mama. I, I, oh, is that I that that's... picture that you guys fucking posted the other day that I was just like, what? That was a uh, bug. Uh, yes, Dawnbreaker. That's Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker that's why Dawnbreaker broke. <laughs> She's a newer hero. Um, so yes, I actually enjoyed Dawnbreaker. Like, uh, She's actually really fun. going to go away now. Yeah. She's, She's actually got really a very... fun to play. She's got a very unique play style. I think a lot of, with how Dota works, there's a lot more focus on some very small mechanics, but also a lot more presence across the map. Because mm-hmm. um, League has moved away from global ults as years have gone on, and Dota just kind of embraces the high mobility, lots of map movement, lots of map positioning kind of stuff. Whereas League is very much kind of, League's map feels claustrophobic to me. I will tell you, as somebody who has played a lot of League and has played a lot of Dota, League's map feels absolutely claustrophobic. I mean, I wouldn't say they've moved away from the global alts. I mean, Senna, who's still a relatively recent champion, has a global alt. Um, my dude? I, I mean, I still don't like getting killed from a character that's not within the screen. Chris, that Senna is three years bad. old. Santa is not three years old. November 10th, 2019. Santa feels like she came out like last year. No, Santa is three years old. That's old. <laughs> oh my god. When did, when did, when did Nautilus came... come out? Mm. I remember when Nautilus came out. It was a while ago. No, because Nautilus, the Nautilus patch is when I started playing. When did Nautilus come out? Um, 2012. Oh my god! Yeah, I've been playing League of Legends for ten years. Yes. No, yeah, 
<laughs> and I'm still hot garbage at that game. <laughs> this is when Chris has a breakdown. Chris, Chris just had that oh fuck realization. Yeah, you're getting oh, old. No. I was this like, Chris, happened. I remember Cinna came out when I actually was at, at a time I was playing League. I remember when she came out. I was like, no, my dude, she's not that recent. Jesus Christ. If it's any consolation, Chris, I'm realizing CDs that I bought back in the day are almost 30 years old now. So I'm like, wow. You have CDs that are almost as old as me. Yeah, basically. (sighs) Anyway, um, so we're talking to talking about Dota. Real quick, Um, just one more thing. Yeah, Chris, Seraphine came out two years ago. Bail Delphine came out two years ago. October 29th, 2020. Again, she feels like she came out last year. Oh. And pandemic. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. I am sorry. I just wanted to point that out to Chris. I wanted to point out that Chris has no concept of time for the last couple of years, apparently. I haven't played Dota before Seraphine Do any of us? What Mm -hmm. was that, Neth? I said, do any of us have an accurate sense of the passing of time for the past couple of years? Because pandemic. No. Apparently, I do. Alex Av is the only one. Kevin, you were saying, um, my apologies. I sir. was I was still trying to say that I don't understand the item game and the... I mean, actually, I kind of... Hearing you explain supports, I kind of like not having to deal with all that extra shit because there's enough of shit to worry about when I'm playing Dota. Mm-hmm. So I think being a damage is probably what I want to do moving forward. But yeah, I still don't it's, understand it's very the damage stuff. I do I, agree I, with Kevin on the items for Dota, though. I do agree. There's they're the bad overwhelming. Dota is a little funny. Yes, um, there's a lot more opportunity for counterplay with your item choices in Dota than there is in League. League has a very static item meta. <laughs> League has a very very static item meta. Dota. There's a lot of options and a lot of opportunity. You can switch your build up to specifically counter a specific hero or to counter a specific type of hero that you're dealing with. There, there are some standard items that almost every, everybody is going to pick up, but every hero is a little bit unique in what uh, secondary items they're picking. Um, I do really enjoy that about Dota. Um, but yeah, Kevin, it's that, that kind of stuff just kind of, sort of comes with playtime. So the more often you play, the more often you kind of learn how the items work and learn what they sort of do. I would say for right now, like your focus is going to be to pick a guide and just stick with it. Follow Mm -hmm. what the guide says for right now. But focus on like the mechanical part of it right now. So you have to focus on, okay, I'm playing Drow Ranger at level one. I know I take off this much of an of a minion's health bar when I hit them. So I know I need to wait until this moment to fire my last hit to get credit for it. Mm-hmm. That's like the big thing right now is just focus down the the mechanical part of it mm-hmm. and then the the knowledge side of it will come as you focus on that mechanical stuff. Okay. Well, I think there's also when to buy items, when to send mm-hmm. the carrier, all that shit cuz that mm-hmm. I haven't got down either. No, no, no. I 100%. I, I still have trouble with that. I play support, and it's very important that my courier is always moving, ferrying me wards, ferrying me regen, doing something, keeping mm. busy. 
and I still fucking forget that shit all the time. Definitely, yeah. courier used to be like group white, group specific, shared one you courier shared, shared, shared between yeah. the entire fucking group. Yes, that's when um, I first started playing Dota League when that was still a thing. Uh, that was me as well, and I remember you had to buy the courier for your group back in the day. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah it wasn't just a case of you had it; you had to actually buy that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I remember that stuff very specifically. Um, but yes, they've 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 broadened it up. Uh, the ability that everybody has their own personal courier is a massive deal, um, and it really deepens the strategy portion of the game at that at that juncture. Um, yes, Neth, go ahead. Finish letting Kevin tell us what he's been doing for the last two weeks. Or are we going to stay on this tangent? We weren't even on that. We were still on. I was going to say we were on Gab. About Dota. Are we still on Gab? I thought we had yeah, started you. No, that was me. No, I, I was. I. So, hey, remember, a certain executive producer asked us to not just list things very simply and to have a conversation. Yes. And B, that was a very seamless transition from my week into Kevin's week. Okay. That you just blew up. That you just blew off. Yeah. Yes. Very seamless and long. <laughs> Again, we were told by a very specific unnamed executive. Okay, producer, well, I'm going to take a nap while y'all are talking about Dota and League of Legends. Wake me up when it's fucking done. <laughs> I mean, this is a lot of what people are doing. They're playing these two games. <laughs> so. All right, and then Kevin, ironically, I'm not playing those two games week? right now. What if, <laughs> what is, what is, Kevin, go ahead and list through the rest of what you did for the last two weeks, sir. I will now list what I did for the past month. No, I like the conversation. So do I. Um, just one final point on Dota. Um, hearing what you're saying about the item system and how you can do, like, counter items to counter certain heroes, I do like that more than just, like, always buying the same items. So. I feel like because I've seen LB do that in game because like he's dealing with certain heroes that are killing him. And then he's like, I need to go to the shop and buy this item and that's going to help me. So, yeah, I, I like Is that. LB saying game when you guys were playing the one day that the item thing's broken right now. It was uh, well, so the graph stuff was kind of broken. And at one point, the Dota assistant was being kind of stupid, but it's fixed. It's working uh, okay. again. That game gets patched like three times a day now. Uh, yes. Crazy. It does constantly. Um, yep. <laughs> can I jump off what Kevin was, what Kevin said about uh, League and Dota being the only two mobiles that anyone's playing right now? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the weird one because I'm actually playing a lot of Pokemon Unite. <laughs> <laughs> On Switch. On Switch. Oh my god. It's, it's, okay. It still has. It actually. That's the funny thing is, it still has like a. Nintendo is very good about not just abandoning a game, even if it's not doing amazingly well. Oh no, um, they, they literally just brought Mew in, and they're adding the trio. They're, they've got loads of Pokemon that are still down the pipeline coming in. Wow. And yeah. they've got constant events going on. And I understand that it does actually have a pretty, not a huge fan base, but it does have like a very dedicated fan base. Mm. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm glad, because it was very interesting to see Nintendo pivot into that arena. Mm-hmm. Because that's not Nintendo's normal bag. No, this was this was them testing the waters, <laughs> and they had a good time with it. So I'm really pleased to see that there's some that there's another casual friendly MOBA in 
in the ecosystem. You know, the one one that actually gets updated. <clears throat> Blizzard. <clears throat> we all know that dead game. We all know about dead game. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Kevin, you were I saying just, I, I had to, I had to burn. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, that's Kevin, you were saying <laughs> like what else have you been doing? What else have you been up to? Because you've been gone for a while. So yeah. fill us in in the last um, month. So I've been out for the past month because we did a uh, global search for DJs for a talent quest event that we did, and uh, Gavril was right. It is Global Beats Fest. We switched our name from Global Break Fest recently to incorporate all genres, and we had a we had a very large group of people. We had forty three DJs audition. Sixteen made it to the second round. Which was publicized on, or which was actually shown on Twitch. The um, auditions weren't on Twitch, and we had a number of people win of varying genres, which was cool. People from Spain, Pakistan, South America, um, all over the place. It was really awesome to see the turnout. Turns out that we're big in Spain and Brazil, so that's interesting to Espana? know. Espana, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's a lot of people who like breaks and other genres there, but we had a DJ from the Netherlands play, actually. I want to share that with Chris after the show. He might be able to catch him more than we will. But, um, yeah, really, really cool time. And just um, people who won were really excited, too. Were really I excited. already have a giant list of DJs that I have that I have because we run a club in 14, remember? <laughs> We already have a giant list of 14 agents. Well, you're going to have to send uh, me that list, too, because I want to see if any of them are decent, because we might want to feature them. Um, um, yeah. So that uh, happened. Uh, mm-hmm. were any, did anyone check out the DJs last time? I popped or? in for we battles. Hosted battles. One. We raided out to one of them. We raided out to one of them, um, and I stuck around with another one of them for about an hour, but... It, EDM dance music electronica whatever you want to call it is not like super high on my list I'm old school drum and bass trance house like early 2000s electronica and that's about it oh interesting okay yeah I'm I'm very old school I I I really love drum and bass that's probably my favorite of the genres of the older the older stuff which you know I, there's you a lot of the newer stuff that does uh Old Jungle. Mostly Old Jungle, Kevin. Old Jungle is actually making a resurgence. Did you know I that? noticed that. I noticed it seems like I'm getting a lot more of that sort of like jungle sound in a lot yeah. of stuff these days. And I was like, oh, this sounds like old, this sounds like some old school jungle shit. This sounds like some old Diesel Boy kind of stuff. Actually, and I was like, yeah. That so I was really I was really surprised at that. Um. But yeah, so I, I stuck around for about an hour. Uh, but yeah, the the modern the modern dance scene and the modern electronica scene is not really super high on my list of music. Mm-hmm. But wanted to wanted to give a listen and see what was going on. So nice. Yeah. So um, the thing is, is that after you watch so many of these, there is like a formula of like what's working and what's not working, and like yeah. you know having multiple scenes, having multiple cameras switching scenes often i mean there's definitely mm-hmm. formula to it and i'll also uh shout out emily who did the background or did the overlay for us which we're still in the process of tweaking 
um, and figuring out how it actually works. <laughs> yes, I don't. I mean, obviously, like violent green flash. Streamlabs <laughs> and OBS are not my day job. Um, no, 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 no. But anyway, I actually might. I'm actually going to speak to because one of the guys in our FC is a prominent streamer in Romania. So I'm going to ask okay. him if he can give some tips on that. Pointers nice. and help on that. All right. Um. Yeah. Kevin, did y'all have any uh, technical issues this year? Um, there was one technical issue. It involves restreaming, and it's I can't get into it here. But it's just, I just that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I was wondering if you had any uh, if you had any one point five speed cocaine fueled uh, streams this year. <laughs> no, no, there was no, <laughs> no. Uh, coffee chipmunks. Or the one that refused to read out to you. No, that we're not oh, going to yeah, get into yeah, that. Yeah. We're not going well, to we're not, we're not get into that. We're part, not getting but, into that. No. But the one point five speed oh one my was God, the yeah, funniest that, shit. That, that was hilarious. And whose fault was that? Yeah, Who made that, that mistake? Fault. Yeah. There, there was a technical <laughs> error last year, Chris, on a pre-recorded on a recorded pre-recorded bit that uh, it got it was pushed 1.5 live. Stream. Yeah, when, when, like, when it played back, speed. it was like chipmunk speed. The, the sound was fine, which is what fucked us up. The sound was perfectly fine. The sound was perfectly fine. It was just the video file was like 1.25. Yeah, 1. it was 2. just like slightly faster, and it just looked yeah. like it was on crack. <laughs> it was, I remember I remember going to the chat when that happened because I was there doing support for Kevin. I was just supporting Kevin just being yeah. there. And I remember reading the chat and they're and like, I, oh my god, this guy woke up and had all of his Red Bulls. Yeah, no, there was like 80 people in the stream at the time. And I just remember some dude flaming us and saying like, I want whatever coffee this guy has. And I'm just like, oh. I remember that one. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck. I, it's gl- I'm glad that you can look back at that room and laugh at this point. Kevin. Yeah, and then like, yeah, that's when you then, know it's that's when you know you're 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 past it. Yeah, and then like Scott just took the stream down. Like he didn't even care. He just like stopped the video mid video, and just like and just let the, the music keep thing. going. Yeah, yeah, just boom, kicked it to the next person. Oh, oh yeah. man, that no, was, we had something was, yeah. similar like that happen, and then I had to like tell the guy who fucked up. I was like, look, I fucked up too. And, what I did. Yeah. Because, like, everybody gets so embarrassed when they fuck up. Yep. It's like you gotta own the mistake and move on. Yep, Yep, that's the best way to handle it. Own it, move on. But, um, the new game that I've been playing and spending the majority of my time on is called V Rising. And I'm actually really enjoying this. There's a crafting element. There's Diablo-like ARPG element. Um, and overall, really fun. I, is this the one Neth refunded after 30 minutes? Yes. Yeah, because they don't have controller support. Wow, um, yes, I remember the whole conversation. Yep. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a self-paced, like, progression system where, you know, you're building stuff and then killing bosses, trying to power up and kill the next boss and power up and kill the next boss. And there's, a, like, I... Like the other day, I spent like three hours just redesigning my castle and like adding more space and adding more rooms. And each room has to have a different floor, and you have to have like certain pieces of production equipment in certain rooms to like optimize it. And uh, I'm really impressed with the depth in the game. Um, and yeah, I found out about this whole mini game where you can like imprison people and like steal their blood if they have like good blood quality. And yeah, 
It's uh, Blue Joy ah, is literally playing. Blue Joy is literally playing V Rising while listening to us right now. Yes. Um, it's uh, so it's, it's a fun a game. C- it, it, it's a serial killer simulator. Okay, gotcha. There's. I have games like that. They're fun. He's, like he's imprisoning people if and draining their blood if they have bl- good blood qualities. That sounds like a serial killer to he's me. He's a vampire. Yeah, it sounds like, like a serial killer to I mean, me. Vampires are I, serial killers. By, by, by nature, vampires are in fact serial killers. What's this called? Be Rising? I might look at yeah. Rising. Yeah. yeah. I might look oh, and it's all... You can like have a server and have other people join you can turn on pvp you can not use pvp i'm just doing a single player now but it what i didn't refund it because it wasn't fun because honestly if i had had a way to be able to keep playing without it causing pain in my hands i would have kept playing because it's something that i could see the group of us playing together and having fun with on our own server but i just i couldn't do it with with the keybinds and my hands i just Mm -hmm. it just was not a good combo yeah but um yeah so it's it's a pretty cool game and blue joy is saying in chat that they're also playing it it's cool so yeah i mean in order to play a single player game you have to host your own game server like there's no other way around it or you can just join someone else's land and they i don't know how i feel about that like i feel like you should just be able to play a single player game. Do it. Um, and Neth, I am throwing something in our channel for you. Let's see. But yeah, um, there's some wonkiness to the progression system where like you can only get like better gear by finding it or researching it, which causes plateaus and like leveling up, which kind of sucks. But I got over a few of those hurdles and have been uh, really enjoying. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, since Neth is now distracted by the link I sent her, Chris, what have you been up to, buddy? Let's see. I the new tier for Final Fantasy fourteen came out. The new uh, Pandemonium tier. Um, we killed the first boss uh, on second reset, so that was that was really good. Way quicker than we killed um, E one last year. Uh, I think it was like three or four. I think it was like four weeks before we killed P1. But P5 is down already, so that's good. That's fun. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I get to be lazy this tier, um, mostly. So my best. I'm a sage. Play sage. I love sage. Sage is super fun. Uh, my best list is uh, my. I got a crafted ring this tier, so I get to be lazy. I don't have to worry about that shit. I've already got it. So crafted that. Pentamel did that. Uh, I just spent. Five hours crafting this morning, crafting uh, pots and food for for the entire tier. So I have enough food and pots for the entire tier, and anything now I craft is just profit. There you go. Yeah. Um. It sounds like Pokemon Unite. Old, oh, uh, yep. Like the beginning Warcraft. of World of Warcraft. Yeah. So, but. Stuff. So the thing is, because um, you're because the food lasts through death in fourteen, mm-hmm. um, and there's no flasks; it's just potions, and you use two per two, potentially three per fight. Um, like I've got a stack of almost three hundred and fifty food that'll last me the whole tier. 
mm-hmm. with plenty yes. left over for the start of next year. Um, I think I have like 450 odd pots, so I might need some more of those, but that's a good start for now. I don't have to worry about it for a good wee while. Um, and I've still got a few from the last year, so I'll just use them until we're comfortable with some of the fights. Um, but yeah, so I'm essentially the... just crafting a shit ton to make money now. So when is the interstitial tier? When is the interstitial patch going to come out that invalidates all of that because there will be new food items? Uh, so the new food items won't come out until six four, which will be the next tier. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. That's yep. how it works. So the, every, every time there is a new raid tier release, so that's not an alliance raid, um, every time there's a new raid tier release, we get new pots and we get new food for combat. The alliance raid tier is where we get crafted gear and crafted pots and stuff. Okay. So this so the 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 potions and the food I'm using will last up will be used up until six point four. It's next year. It's next patch that I have to worry about repentamelding all of my crafted gear when I have to make new stuff. Although mm-hmm. it'll only be the accessories I have to make because they've already just released the the uh, core arm, the actual core armor last mm-hmm. patch. So we'll get accessories next next patch. <laughs> Fourteen is right. really interesting on their release schedules. Also, I fucking love island sanctuaries. By the way, I, I love really my island. Played. I haven't really sat down and played. Uh, I think three or four of in the FC are ranked ten, which is the max rank for the island sanctuary. So they're they're just setting up their island to just make materials and get currency so they can get the mounts and stuff, and prepping up for whatever comes next. Because they did say they're going to be expanding the island uh, within Endwalker's life cycle. So just trying to get more stuff on that. Uh, I'm sitting at 9, almost 10, but it's plodding away. I've got a skits, uh, crafting cycle set up for it. I ground out all the materials to make sure I have everything for that. Um, so, mm-hmm. Now that you've had a chance to play around with it, how do you feel about it in relation or as a, po- a housing consolation? It's a housing consolation because you can't actually customize any of the buildings, really. So it's just a constellation housing, but it's it's fine, but also I'm someone who has, or at least, uh, or uh, shares a house with someone. Like, so I like I have a house that I can edit and set stuff up in. So like I'm a little. It's not directed at me because I have a house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't have that problem, but I understand that there's that there is a problem. Fourteen's housing system, <clears throat> the lottery system that they introduced was a. A fix, but it was not enough. Yeah, and the problem is they don't they don't have the server capacity to add they more still don't housing. Have the, they still don't have the housing capacity. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say on I believe I'm on Primal, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. I actually did go into Ishgard. Uh, the one time I logged in in like the last couple of months, I went into Ishgard, and there were housing there were housing plots available, um, mostly FC housing. They did um, reallocate those though. Now, they so reallocated they're... things around. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the first twelve are now FC housing, and everything else is uh, individual Personal, housing. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, there was. I, 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 I went through a couple of the different uh, 
districts. I went through a couple of different districts, and there was consistently one or two houses available in FC, sometimes five or six available in FC. Uh, and there were a couple of houses available through the um, through the personal, too. So mm-hmm. there was I'm... three oh. or four, maybe. I'm honestly waiting for another housing ward, another housing district, because mm-hmm. they've got so many other areas that they could do it for, especially so done... with where the Endwalker story went. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about it because I know Neth hasn't played it yet, and I don't think mm-hmm. LB's played it yet either. Yeah, um, so you know where you're safe to talk about it. I don't know that um, I'll ever actually LB, pick it back up. LB still is probably going to pick up the game back LB's up again pick at some it up, point, and I so. don't want to okay. talk about it. Yeah. Um, but you um, know where I'm talking about. Um, which expansion are you thinking? Endwalker. Uh yeah. There's two yeah. potential. There's two potential locations they could do, and one I... one would one would revolve around an entire storyline. That, that I don't think something. that would work. I don't think that would work. I think the first one, the more obvious one relating to Endwalker, would be possible. Well, I'd say there's maybe three then, because I just realized I just realized there's three possibles. Yeah, well, you've got you've you've got the you've got the main thrust, yeah, um, and then you've got the Dancer side place. areas where you learn some more stuff about things that are possible. Those, I think, are less likely, but that main thrust, I think, is possible for Endwalker. I can see the main thrust. I can see the, the, the place with all the vendors, and I can, I can potentially see the other one that you are disagreeing with. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and Vasco and Chad, still have the Shadowbringers yeah. one. I want, uh, well, I, want I mean, the thing is, we've just got... This is the Heavensward location. We've gotten a Stormblood location and a Heavensward location. So Correct. you still have Shadowbringers and you still have Endwalker uh, that could potentially house locations. Yep. I want to see Crystarium housing. I I don't know, man. I just because of the fucking floopy doopy shit related to that. You don't want to go back I, to I the first. Know. Huh? You just don't want to go back to the first. I don't give a shit. It's just like, I don't give a shit about going back to the first. That's not a problem. But mm-hmm. I just think that that's kind of it, it, it's a little wibbly wobbly, you know. Your face is wibbly wobbly. Is it also tiny wimmy? No. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so kinda. Absolutely, yeah, kinda. Uh, well, actually, I just thought about that. There's actually there actually are two locations in Walker that could work. Yeah, I just I just made the connection to my head because I forgot about um, place with the vendors. Yeah, I forgot about the place with the vendors off the top of my head. So, yeah, so you could have vendor place and you could have where you go. Where it all starts. Actually, yeah, you, where, where you actually end up going versus, no, not where it all starts. I think a, a restoration project. That's what I was talking about. That's the one That's, that I, I said. I know, I know. I realize, I realize that now. Where it all starts, I don't think we'll see. No, never. I don't think. I, I, I don't. Think I think we'll there's a potential for that, but I don't think we'll ever see it. But I think. I think we might have a second for LB's case here. <laughs> I think we might have a third restoration project that mm-hmm. might happen, and I think that yeah, the place where we now have a lot more friends. Yeah, that's why I, I think, think we might see it. those two. I think that's... a lot more. I think restoration project might come first. I think that's where we're gonna see it. So I think. I think, I think we'll see. I think we'll see restoration project first. 
Could you just imagine the housing models that we would get from there, though? I would love it. I I would They're love that look shit. So sick. <laughs> um, it, it would be like a remake of a game. Yep, a remake yeah. of a game. Yeah, it'd be just like that remake of a game. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, okay, we're, we're, we'll we'll stop being vague about that. We'll we'll, we'll shut yeah. up about that. Now. Um, um, what else have I done? Uh, two point campus. Still been loving that. I honestly it's super fun. Uh, I but I love. I love it. All these type of simulation games, they're great. I know you do. You absolutely love that kind of shit. Yeah, at Theme Hospital, I had got that when I was a kid, and since then, these type of games have just been a driving force in my gaming life. <laughs> Alright, um, Neth, what have yeah. you been up to in the last few weeks? Uh, a little bit of Warzone, Family Night, Game Night with you guys playing Played It Up, and I started playing Dreamlight Valley. And what let's dig into Valley? a little bit of that. Let's dig into that Dreamlight Valley thing a little bit. <laughs> I heard it's a gotcha game. Okay, so there is absolutely nowhere that I can find on either the Xbox or the PC where I could even buy something. So, no? <laughs> is it in early access or is it actually like released? So what is Dreamlight Valley uh, for starters? Because I have yeah. no idea where it is. Okay, so Dreamlight Valley. Have you heard of the cozy game genre? Neff, no. just give them the most obvious. What are you talking about? The obvious games. connection. It, it's considered its own genre now, and I'm trying to get into it. So, like things like Stardew Valley. Um, oh, okay. Crossing. It's Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Okay, that's all you have to say. Yeah, Animal Crossing. I, well, I haven't played Animal Crossing, so I was trying to think of other games that. Um, that would fall into Animal Crossing. This is a Disney one. Okay. It's all so it's yeah, it's it's based in the Disney realm. So you're doing stuff for Disney characters and you also Man, have I've, your own. I've literally just bought it. Like I got it on <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. I was like I, I was oh, wait, it's on Game Pass? I'm canceling this purchase. Yes, it's on Game Pass. <laughs> Um, and it's playable on the console and the PC. So I, because it's cloud safe, so I've actually played it on both just to see like how it how it did. Um, I'm not that far in. I only started playing it like last night at ten o'clock. I was looking for something to do, and I was like, oh, this I want to try a cozy game, so I'm gonna try this game. Um, it's cute. It's fun so far. You have a house to like decorate and upgrade and shit. And- there's a quest line and a story to it, so the story is keeping me interested in, you know, like, it's not just go forth and farm, like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, there's there's other things that you have to do. Um, there's fishing, there's farming, there's mining, there's, you're doing quests for the characters, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff, but it's fun, it's cute. And it's one of those things that, like, I can kind of pick up and put down at will without being like, oh, I gotta have mm-hmm. to put time in this. So, no, I'm not gonna make that comment. I won't. I, I, I'm not gonna make the comment. Yeah, I was. I I, I almost did the same thing. No, no. I, I, my comment, I think, might be different from yours, Chris. Maybe you think. I think my it might be different. Comment. Oh, uh, I was just saying that it can't be Stardew Valley because I can't fuck them. What? Yeah, different comments. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You can have relationships <laughs> with people. What? 
<laughs> Jesus. He's getting really cozy with his cozy <laughs> game. Oh, look on that space where she's just like. <laughs> Very different comments. <laughs> She's just shocked. Everyone knows there's no fucking in Disney games. Yeah, bro. Well, <laughs> she gave you a spot for the other. <laughs> Y'all okay? I'm gonna edit this all out anyway. So no, you're no, not. You no, you're not. Bad, Kevin. Stop editing the funny parts out. Jesus Christ! Have a fucking sense of humor. Okay. Now that comment is something that I would expect from that one. So what the fuck was your comment? <laughs> I was gonna. I can't even remember what my comment is now. What did, what was what did you say? That I could pick it up and put it down without. I don't know. I, I don't well. know. Oh, was, I, I had been well. waiting to say that since she said Stardew well. Valley. I had been waiting to say that since she said Stardew Valley. I wanted to give her a natural end, end point and then make my comment. And oh, then make your comment about damage. fucking. I know, right? <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucked them both up, Kevin. Good job. Oh my god. We got him, buddy. What the fuck? Jesus We got him, Kevin. We got him, buddy. We got him, Reddit. Oh my god. Yep. What? No damage. In the hell is happening here? Wow. We've said a few times it's a more damage knife. I just oh. I just pointed out that it can't be Stardew Valley because you can't marry any of them. Maybe you can and I'm not that far in the game. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna let you marry these characters, Neff. I severely doubt it. But what if they let you fuck them? I mean, if they did that, then they've got a whole new uh, demographic that they're gonna get into right there. <laughs> Wow. I mean, if the beasts have got an even better demographic you can get into. I mean, yeah, they've got a lot of anthropomorphic characters in that genre. Think, think of the furries and the scalies they can pull in. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my god. I just, I want a multi-tier romance story with Mushu, goddammit. Oh, damn. Why Mushu? All the characters. You said Scaly. You said Scaly, and okay. that was the only scaled character I could think of off the top of my head. Oh, Neff, this Mushu. just came out September sixth. I didn't realize. Yeah, it was only a few days. Yeah, this yeah, just came out. It had been in early access. It had been in early access before, or it had been announced. I don't remember. But yeah, this Xbox just gets a lot live. of Xbox gets a lot of day of release games, Kev. Mm -hmm. Like, and just just as a just. Just as a point, I, I am now downloading said game, but also I have also started to download Train Sim 3 because I love station games, and that's I also on Game Pass. Um, Chris, if you're, if you're gonna set it up, I will tell you one thing. It's worth setting up the account to do the cloud save because you get a bunch of bonus um, items for doing it. Okily dokily, Jim. But yeah, it's, it's cute and it's fun so far. I, I just wanted something that like when... Spawn is hogging my fucking computer. I 
can, if I don't feel like watching something on the TV, I can fucking pick up like a an easy little game. Without you mean you mean you mean the computer that you have that you were so excited about being able to actually use again once you bought him a nice laptop? That one? Mm. Yeah, we're calling out while you're watching us, mm. kid. <laughs> you mean that one? You mean the laptop that has a better video card than the fucking yeah, computer? Yeah, that one exactly. <laughs> Calling him out while he is watching. Shots fired live. Um, but yes. Um, so, Neth, what else have you been up to? Nothing. Nothing? Warzone? A little bit of Warzone. Not much. Um, Nem was away last weekend, and Siggy wasn't around much, so didn't really get much Warzone playing in. Um, yeah. Okay. Not much. Oh, we went out one day looking for a new desk chair. That that was the big thing. We have not gotten a new desk chair yet. <laughs> the ones that I care are actually decent. The better ones that I care. Um, we're going out later today with oh 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 spawn replied. <laughs> Chris, high five. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time, first time chat from viewer. <laughs> um, no, we're going out with uh, my best friend Adam. We're going to Costco later today. To there's a couple of chairs at the Costco, so we're gonna go check them because he has a Costco membership. I don't. So. Oh, nice. All right. What just happened? In just what just happened in chat proves that Gavin and I are the same person. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to dive down this rabbit hole with with your with your son. Okay? I'm not turning I'm this not into diving a down this rabbit hole with your son. All right, because I don't want to I sit just, here. I'm at the point where I've just legit fucking given up. Like I just fucking given up. Like just, fucking three three grown ass balding men roasting your son live on Twitch. I don't think that's what we need today. And whenever he's not around, Neth is always just complaining, like, get a job and get your own PC. Get off my PC. <laughs> he's always saying that. Sorry, Spawn. I have your fiance on my phone that I can text with. Let's just remind him of that. No, oh, that, that damn that kid. Was good, Kevin. Kevin. That was that good, was Kevin. That was that was good. that was good. That was good. <laughs> oh, 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 she's honestly gotten her cell phone out and she's now scrolling. <laughs> when you see Kevin, smack him. Ah, I believe she is. I believe she is WhatsApping or texting. <sighs> Someone in Kevin's life. Class, is, we've done a bit too much fourth wall breaking for one show. For me. No, we, no, this is amazing. This has been great. Like, yeah! we've, we've barely started. Yeah, Kevin, this has been great. Kevin, I mean, if you, you really wanted fucking... to fuck me, you could have just sent it to our group chat. Uh, Kevin, I mean, that you been... you talking to her in our own chat. Why would I need to send it to the group Icarus, chat? You flew too close to the sun, and now she has just. <laughs> 
fucking dropped the tactical nuke on you. You <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, flew too close Great. to the sun. I am Chris and I are Daedalus. You're Icarus. No, we're gonna just have like to deal with that, that later today. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, you brought a knife to a gunfight. Uh, anyway, can we get through this show? Yes, let's try to get through the show. There's no feedback. Kevin's now I have got to some explain my. I have to predict my escape when Manny gets him. Just gets escape. thrown now open. I have to get Kevin, out of here before she gets him. What the fuck did that just me? <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, I'll be up today. Uh, Carrie's busy today. I'm sorry. Fuck. I need a place to hide. Um. <laughs> countries, you. Oh. Countries, Kevin, you've got some countries in here. Yeah, U.S., South Africa, Canada, Russian Federation, and Germany are all listening to the show. What are you shortening this to this week, Gav? Oh, God. <laughs> I was so confused last week when he did that. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh. You <laughs> sick or frig? You sick or frig? Wasn't as funny as the last shit. one? No, it wasn't. You sick or frig? <sighs> my head hurts from laughing <laughs> are you having a mild stroke <laughs> no <laughs> are you no you suffering <laughs> u-s-c-r-g suffering oh god is, that, is this the new cafe no, the Fifi. Kafefi. Um. Yeah. Keep it rolling. All right. So Kevin. Kevin has. No, it's not. This is his joke now. He knows it riles us up, so he just says he's going to cut things randomly now. This is cut. God. He knows this. He knows it riles I'm all three of us cues. up, so he says it now. Cut. That's cut. Um. So we've got a whole fucking list of Star Trek and fucking Disney bullshit in here. Um. <laughs> who fucking Greg, wants to absolutely. go first? But suck their corporate overlord. Quill dick. Quinton. Oh, we're going with my stuff. Hey. Quill yeah, I guess we're gonna go okay. ahead. And, you get to go ahead and fillet Paramount now. Go ahead. Uh. Okay, so first off, let's begin the playing with uh, just Star Trek D in general. It happened. Woo! Yep. Um, so if anybody Trek plays Star Trek Online, this is a spoiler. Yes, I was just when about to say that. Day? The first uh, Star Trek Day was. Star Trek uh, Online? Star Trek Day was the 8th of September, wasn't it? I think so. I missed like that, it. Like, a couple days ago. You I missed Star Trek Day. It was great. Okay. A, I didn't know there was a Star Trek Day. B, I didn't know there was a Star Trek Online video game. Um, there's a Star Trek Online. It's done by Turbine or somebody? I don't remember. It's been going on for like a decade. The I game's been like out for like a, a decade. Loop. But last year was the first time it was like televised though, right? Uh, for Star Trek Day? I think so. Because yeah, they, 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 like they're trying to lean thing. into that, like how there's May the 4th, mm -hmm. so Star Wars Day. They're trying to lean into that and make Star Trek a bigger thing on that. Right. So, so just just to clarify, next Star Trek Day uh, is it's literally the original series aired on September eighth. 
that's why. That's why. Okay. Star Trek. Day. Yeah, but it's not mm-hmm. as it's not as pithy and as and as and as memorable as, as May, May the Fourth. Yeah. May the Fourth. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, there is also Contact Day, which is April fifth. Hmm. Which would have made more so... sense to make that Star Sorry. Trek Day. I agree. Uh, right. Cause... So, um, first off, uh, spoilers for Star Trek on. Um, so you've got come back in about five minutes. <clears throat> uh, the new story arc, the new episode list that's coming out for Star Trek Online. Which is already the current part of it is already playing, um, which features awesome people uh, like the wonderful Kate Mulgrew reprising her role as uh, Janeway. We also have Mary Will uh, Wiseman, uh, who is the a fantastic uh, uh, Sylvia Tilly in Star Trek Discovery. They are what they are portraying their characters in Star Trek Online for this uh, Ascension arc. But we on Star Trek Day, it was announced that the next part of the arc will include the wonderful Will Wheaton reprising his role as Wesley Crusher, but in Mirror but, Universe, Wesley Crusher. Yeah. <laughs> who so, is? Hmm? Who is? Who is? I haven't really read the article. I haven't, I haven't watched the cut oh, yet. I, believe I haven't had time. Is... I literally... Chris, this I believe the he's the have emperor of the Terran, the Terrans in the Mirror Universe. Yeah, yes, he is. But yeah, so uh, Wesley Crusher, for some reason, is uh, the Terran Emperor in the uh, Star Trek Online canon in the uh, Mirror Universe. So, just so that's going to be warning. Fun to play. So, fair warning, uh, Star Trek Online is considered mostly non-canon at this point. Yes, so it to, is a whole separate clarify, timeline. To, Yes, to clarify, there are currently three canons for Star Trek. You've got the Prime Timeline, which we all know, Original Series, Next Generation, Voyager, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the uh, Kelvin Timeline, which is the J.J. Abrams movie timeline. And then the STO Timeline, Star Trek Online, which breaks off after Voyager's return. So from so everything so up, up to, to Voyager's return, same timeline, Voyager, and then same timeline, then branches off to be the to be the online canon because they made the they okay. made this canon uh, planning on it being the continuation before New Trek was actually picked up. Mm-hmm. So that when New Trek was picked up, and there was no series that kind of ignored the STO canon. They they made it a divergent timeline. Yep. So there's canons for Star Trek. Um, but yes, Will Wheaton's reprising reprising his role as well as a uh, Crusher with a twist. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Um, that uh, the Ascension arc will release on the thirteenth of September. So that'll be. <clears throat> I am losing my voice. I apologize. So I mean, a few Made days from when we're doing this. He did, honestly, that fucking hurts me. Um, it's also coming out with some uh, new uh, Tier 6 ships uh, and some other bits and bobs. Uh, yeah. If you do play Star Trek Online, which is which is a cross-platform game, you can it's on PC, uh, PlayStation, and Xbox. You can uh, give it a go. It is. 
It is incredibly dated. I will warn you. It is incredibly, it is incredibly dated. dated. The 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 space combat is really fun. The ground yep. combat, not so much. Is, is dog shit. Mm-hmm. Ground combat's pure hot dog. How do you shit. really feel? <laughs> no, um, he's not I wrong. Ground rather, combat is the worst thing. Honestly, I would rather gouge my eyes out with a rusty box cutter than play ground combat in Star Trek Online. The stories have got the stories. The stories from from Star Trek Online are actually very good, mm-hmm. and I think Gav will agree with that. <clears throat> they are. They are. They're very good. That's literally the only reason I played as long as I did was because I did enjoy the stories that they were telling. And the space combat is really fun and very engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I played combat. a science ship, sir. It was not that engaging for me. I also play a science ship. But my science ship can also cloak right now, so... My, my, my whole deal was circle the enemy and keep firing. I play, I play a science ship, but I, I, I actually am running in the uh, gameway science command. Uh-huh. I need all the other have, Star Trek news. I have the Star Trek Discovery Voyager. <laughs> I love it. Continue. Um, I'm continuing. Okay, speaking of Discovery... Um, we did get a first look with some pictures and a video of Star Trek Discovery Five, which very excited. I love I love Discovery. Very fun. Uh, so it is still currently being filmed in Toronto, um, but there is a little video clip uh, where we see uh, lots of the cast: Green, Mary Wine. There's yeah, it's very fun. It's very cute. There's some bits and bobs that are, you see behind the scenes of. Michael Burnham's quarters, the bridge. It's a fun little video. Um, Discovery will air, as far as we're aware, second half of 2023, as far okay. as we know. Second, because we usually get Picard, Discovery, Picard, Discovery. So if we're continuing that, we're getting Picard first, then Discovery, then the second half of the year. You need to get caught up on Picard. Question is, yes, what's going to happen do. in 2024? <clears throat> So, Chris, mm. I finished <clears throat> Discovery, the latest season. <clears throat> it was better what than the last think? season, but I think in general, they're starting to taper off for me. They're getting too complex. What do you they're mean? Getting too, like, the level of complexity and just being a coherent story is just starting to drop off. Like, they're just... This one was easier to follow than the last season, but I still think this season was pretty hard to follow in terms of the story. What was hard? Just like I'm getting confused really easily. Just like not understanding what's going on in the overall story, getting lost, there are too many twists, like that kind of thing. I will respectfully disagree. Well, that's that. This is this is purely a subjective matter. This is not yeah. objective. Yeah, this, this is, is purely yeah. subjective. My opinion, obviously. Yeah, no, I will. I will actually disagree. I just, I think, I do think the first few seasons were a little hard to keep track of, especially when suddenly in the mirror universe and suddenly not. That was very confusing. Mm-hmm. That was kind of all over the place. Um. But I think they've got better at their at their cohesive telling storytelling. I I think there are bits that are like out of nowhere. Like I think the as much as I enjoyed season four, I think the actual premise, like the initial like 
premise of it was very much out of left. Um, and it did take quite a while for it to kind of sink in and make sense. Um, but I think overall, the general storytelling and cohesiveness of the story is, is has improved through the seasons, If I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, Discovery Discovery is very much following the new who not not new who new track um, of being the overarching story rather than the week to week episodic. Which, yeah. um, by the way, Strange New Worlds done fantastically in its first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I mean, there is though episodic stuff in Discovery, but the, yeah, the emphasis is definitely more on the through storyline, which I overall like better. But I just feel. For me, it's just I, not as easy to follow. That's fair. I I do think that we have we have two very good uh, Trek shows that in and of itself have two separate, two completely different um, styles, and I think Discovery is well suited for the overarching story more so than Strange New Worlds would be, and I think Strange New Worlds does the weekly episodic monster of the week very mm-hmm. well and it definitely feels more old trek than any of the any of the current uh iterations more TNG. Oh, but you know what the perfect blend is what you're saying old trek do you mean original trek or next generation trek <laughs> or season three it's on my list kevin has finished watching it i yes. think i finished Unbelievable. watching it Neth, i don't think i don't think neth is watching very interested what? in it Orville, Orville, the Orville. <laughs> no, that's not interesting. Kevin and I have both finished watching it. I thought they did a fantastic job with it. Okay. One of the best Star I will Trek have series that has a cap that has happened in the past five years, I'd say. I will have the Orville watched by next show. All right. If I could watch I, I, Chris watch it, I would watch that because I you, feel you'd watch like... Goggle Box Orville edition. That's essentially Google Box or yes, because I think that there's going to be some moments in it that will make you cry. I will have the Orville watched by next show. All right, we'll see. We'll see how you feel about it after that point. Mm -hmm. If you show up, streaming on Uh, it's on Hulu in the U.S., so it should be on Disney Plus for you. Oh yeah, that's right. They just moved to Disney Plus. Well, it's on both now, actually. Yeah, it's on both at the moment, but the Disney Plus number should, uh, it should be Disney Plus for you. It should have been Disney Plus for you regardless, Neff. It could appear so, as season no. three, or it could appear also, as a different name. Forget Chris, New Horizons. I'm almost caught up on Marvel. Nice. <clears throat> uh, um, actually, two movies left. That's it. Two movies. That's it. Saying, saying, saying Marvel, has anybody watched She-Hulk yet? I have not no. had time, but I want to. Like, I still haven't watched this week's episode of fucking Lower Deck. Do you know what happened? I think it... <laughs> Seeing Tatiana made me go back and watch Orphan Black again, and I'm going through that with Mandy. <laughs> That's a good series. It was a good series. I never really liked it, but I, I it did have a strong storytelling element in Orphan yeah. Black, so. It's a, yeah, I like it. Um... It's hit and miss for me so far, but it's not it's not like end of the world like people are saying. I heard people were angry about a twerking scene. Yes. Yes. 
And by and the I way, that the that scene list. is that that scene is a post credit scene for the episode. I'm just gonna say that oh, just like a jokey thing. It's a jokey thing. Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent thrown in as a jokey thing. So what I hate now? the internet, man. No, the the one thing that I will say about Orville is that it's Seth MacFarlane's love letter to TNG, and it is very TNG. Yes. Like yes. it's straight up TNG. And then in this <clears throat> next season, or the then I'm, I'm likely season, to, then I'm likely to enjoy it. Oh I yeah, you're gonna love it. Yeah. And then um, the third will, season, they really take it to the next level. It's really. I was gonna say the first amazing. two seasons are a little bit weaker, or actually quite a bit weaker than the third season, partially because the first two seasons were network broadcast, so they were broadcast mm-hmm. on Fox Network TV, and the third season is streaming only. Yeah, <clears throat> and they really go to some wild places that I was not expecting, and yeah, was really impressed with it. <laughs> LB wants to know if we can recast Seth MacFarlane. I don't think I would strictly entirely mind that. He is a bit of a a bit too much of a presence with that show. Um, I would love to explore some of the other characters a little bit more, but they do do that really well in the third season, though. I will say yeah. that in the third season, yeah. they do explore some of the characters, uh, the side characters, a lot right. more. Yep. Said doo doo. Doo doo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm, um, I'm not the biggest Seth MacFarlane fan on the planet, um, but the Orville has been consistently very good, so. I think so. Chris, I wanted to go into. <clears throat> go you mentioned Picard. Yes, I wanted to go into a little more detail on this one, but I can't because Neth hasn't caught up. It's okay. No, Neth, Neth, Neth. Put it back. Put it back on. on. Put them back on. Put it back on. I haven't watched this. We're not gonna, we're not going to dig so. into it right now. We're okay. not going to dig deep into it. It's fine. Um, but Chris, you can go ahead and mention that this the third season and the other piece of information you got right there. So the the third season for Picard will take it will we have the the actual premiere date? It's February sixteenth, uh, twenty twenty. It's the third and final season of Picard. Um. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. And final. Yep. Third and um, final. So there, there is there is a we we've talked about this on the show at one point about how this is a very large reunion season. Yeah. We've we talked have. about that on the show. Uh Neth, do you remember us mentioning that? Probably I knew it not. was. I, no, I, I I knew it's a very large reunion season. On, okay. On okay. The so there's a couple of things we can talk about then. Yes. So I, I, I know you, there's a lot of a lot of the original the yeah. entire TNG casters is coming back with the exception of Elite. Oh my god. Wow. The yeah. entire TNG Wait, cast. The um, exception of Will Wheaton? <clears throat> yes. Kevin, there's Kevin, reasons, watch your mouth. but we can't watch go into that. Watch your mouth, Kevin. Okay. You know why you need to watch your mouth, season. Kevin. Okay. He has not seen then, the second season. I haven't either. It doesn't matter, but I keep up with things. So Okay. Um, um, but yes, so yes, we're getting the entire core cast of TNG back, um, wow. including what's her name too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tila, yeah. Uh, slash. Um, oh my god, what's, what the fuck was her Star Trek? Tasha. Tasha. Yeah, I always remember her as Tila more than Tasha. Wait, I even don't know why. Thing? I think. 
I don't know if we're. Yeah, we're probably gonna get. Wait, no, did. no, that was hold, hold on. So that that was announced like that was announced ages ago. So we, you should you you actually already discussed this. Uh, we yes, we have. Two. I believe we did. We have discussed this. Wiku was in season two. Yeah. Oh, she was. Okay. Yeah. We've just we discussed this. Um. Uh, there, there, there's some, there's some, there's some shit that goes on with that though that we're not gonna delve in. That we can't delve into because that we cannot it. delve into. Um. But yes, go watch season two, Kevin. Okay. Yeah. I have to try these. to get through season one um, again. The one thing, the one thing that I would, uh, because we know that the entire the TNG cast is coming back. The one thing that I'm super excited for, not only because it was canonized in Lord Deck, but they are fucking finally canonizing in live action, we get to see the USS Titan. Yep. What's Kevin has no fucking clue what I'm talking about, and neither does Nick. <laughs> What's a Titan? It's fine. <laughs> so, the USS Titan is the ship that uh, Commander Riker captains after. The uh, after the uh, Star Trek movies. Yeah, that was in a after he leaves Enterprise. Was it? Wasn't in a movie. Never been in a movie. It hasn't been live actioned at all. It has never been live action. It's been books. But it was it was it was always it was always Alpha Canon. It was never Prime Canon. Um, the first time it was ever made Prime Canon was in Star Trek Lower Decks when we actually get um. So um, when we actually get to see Will Riker on the U- captaining the USS Titan. So for the nerds, up until this point, the Titan has been uh, memory beta. It has not been memory alpha. That's what I meant. Did I do the wrong? I can't do it wrong. Yeah, you did it backwards. It's okay. Um, but yes, up until this point, it has been memory beta. It hasn't been memory alpha. Uh, but this put it in memory alpha. So that was a big yeah. thing for Star Trek nerds. So the uh, USS Titan is finally canon, and I'm so happy. <laughs> Um and um, your last one, one, Chris. One note about um because whether you watch season two or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, some of the some of the side characters, some of the uh, the newer characters, we won't be seeing again, just because they're prioritizing the the old cast. But sad, but it is what it is. <laughs> yep. Uh, and you got one more on there, Chris. If you wanted to go ahead and knock through that fast, yeah, this one, this one, I'm really happy about because I thought the first season was really, really good. So, um, Star Trek Prodigy is a uh, is the well, the kids' okay. introduction to Star Trek, the animated kids' show for Star Trek. Um, now, they they say kids show but it gets fucking dark at times jesus christ now it's uh, not let's, talked about any of these kids either <laughs> let's let's mention that this is another animated series yes that's animated that's what i said the animated kids series yes making sure i didn't hear that i thought um, i might cut out yeah go ahead no 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 uh so uh it's uh done by uh done through nickelodeon obviously because paramount nickelodeon yada 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 um, season one had its mid-season break, and it will be returning on October twenty-seventh for a second for the second half of the season. Um, and we got they released a clip showing we're going to kick off. So you want to watch that there? But uh, honestly, I think Prodigy they did a very good job because it's it's supposed to be for kids, but they don't talk down to these kids. It gets well, real dark the, at times. The other thing they did was they they alphaed a lot of stuff too. 
yeah alpha a lot of things in prodigy just like lower decks yeah, alpha a lot of things um a lot of stuff yeah that's 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 i'm really loving these animated shows because we're seeing a lot of stuff that we've wanted to see and it's being canonized well, and, and then the nice part is that they do have two different animated shows it's not just both of them are children's shows yes one I mean, of them is very clearly not let your kids watch fucking lower decks. Oof. Yeah, don't let your kids watch lower decks. It is very much the, very much on the Simpsons well, Family Guy, American Dad, um, Rick and Morty kind of. But I will, I will say right now, Prodigy, I, I, the way the way that it's done, honestly, it's, it's there's supposed to be a kids show, but it's really a good show in general. Well, I mean, they're dealing with a very bleak part of the galaxy. Yes, very true. Very true. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, it's Delta Quadrant related stuff. Yes, it is Delta Quadrant related stuff. Uh, we get some uh, Ferengis, not Ferengi, uh, Kazon and shit. It's great. Yeah. So it's it's sort of like Voyager Part Two for a lot of folks. Okay. Kinda. I mean, Kate Mulgrew's in it. So. Yep. yep. Kate Mulgrew voices herself. Yep. She voices. Captain, well, not Captain herself, Janeway. but she, vo- she voices Captain Janeway, I should say. Well, she, vo- um, she voices Hologram Janeway. Yes, she voices uh, Hologram Janeway. Um, okay, um, let's speed run some uh, largest corporate entity on the planet stuff. Or largest entertainment entity on the planet stuff. Okay. So, um, Mandy is really into Disney, so I'm getting more into all of that nonsense. And she... Uh, request to go to disney for her birthday so i'm taking her to disneyland in a few weeks which is oh, cool fucking look Yellas! at you yep and um oh my god are there disney adults jealous. in this channel with us right now because she doesn't listen to the show i can tell Nath is surprised but she's getting like I, a special holiday Disney. birthday cake at a disney restaurant when we go so yeah um no don't tell her so anyway I would not do that. Because I've been <laughs> following up with this, I found out about D23, which is happening this weekend, which is a convention in Anaheim. Chris, you've been there. Same convention center. We go to BlizzCon. They're having Most a big... conventions that are in Anaheim happen at the Anaheim Convention yeah. Center. Well, it's the only one there. Um, <laughs> yep. But anyway. I'd say it's kind of self-deterministic, isn't it? It's named the Anaheim Convention Center. So they are having a three-day... Uh, convention yesterday they had an hour-long Disney games spotlight and I don't know I guess this is the first time they're doing this but they announced and released and world premiered a bunch of videos very similar to like what was done at Gamescom a few weeks ago Um, a few that I wanted to point out Marvel Snap we've heard about this Ben Brode who used to do the Hearthstone game uh, started his own studio, Second Dinner, and he's been working on this game card mar- are called Marvel Snap, which is a card game, kind of like Hearthstone, but with Marvel characters and different. Um, they showed it, and I think there's, I think there was a release date. Oh my God, I I'm believe so there was. Um, I'll also mention that they also showed off another TCG at the same fucking time. Mm-hmm. What was that one called? That's Lorcana. It is a Disney TCG. By the way, Marvel Snap launches on the 18th of October. 
L-O-R-C-A-N-A, I believe. Kevin. Uh, yeah, 18th of October for Marvel Snap. Yep, so that looks really cool on October 18th. We'll see that soon. You can pre-register on their website. Um, another one that looked very interesting was Disney Speedstorm, which is a racing game set in the Disney world. And this is also available to wishlist on Steam. Um, it says the ultimate racing Disney racing experience. There's going to be a bunch of different characters that you can be. It looks like there's power ups that you can collect, kind of like um, it, it's a kart racer. It's another yeah, kart racer, Mario folks. Kart, basically, it, it's um, crash. It's crash. It's Mario. Mario. I'm fucking got saying that, Kevin. Mario. 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 Uh, Mario. It's Crash. It's Mario Kart. It's Crashing Racing. Mario Kart. It's uh, the freaking rare racer. I think it was Banjo Kazooie mm-hmm. had a kart racer on the 64 also. And this one's Crash being created by it. Gameloft. All right. Um, Gameloft is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. There we go. The, this one I couldn't believe, but they're going to be doing a Marvel Pokemon Go game called World of Heroes, which is being made by Niantic. And they say that you're going to be able to create your own heroes and be in a Pokemon world. Um, but yeah, this one is interesting. Is there a link? Is there a link? There's a link no. Um, there's, there's a bunch of links to news articles. I guess I'll just like link to one of the news articles itself. Um, but not too many details on this yet. But yeah, there's going to be a Pokemon Go Marvel game. There's a video for it. Yeah, no gameplay in the video, sorry. What else we got? Right. LB's not going to like this. Um, uh, there was two more. One is a Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game. This is a... This is the Ubisoft one. It's um, Call of Disney. No, that's a different one. Yeah, There's actually Kevin, two Kevin, different games. Sorry. Yeah. Kevin unlocked a surprise achievement with this game. <laughs> this one, um, uh, sorry, I linked to the wrong one. This is the one I wanted to talk about. There's going to be like a shooter game, uh, Avatar shooter game. Okay. And it basically looks like Call of Duty. Um, it's called <laughs> Reckoning. So it's Avatar Reckoning. Avatar Reckoning. And they're going to have like, it's a mobile game. And it's oh, in third person. You can customize guns. You can do PvP matches. You can do PvE matches. It looks interesting. But yeah, it. It looks a lot like Call of Duty, <laughs> but with like Avatar. what is with what is with the mobile games? Mobile games and COD. Just mobile games in general. It is the fastest growing gaming segment in the world. It is also one of the most uh, lucrative as well. Yeah. Everybody just wants money. They're corporate entities. They want nothing but to s- suck the profits out of things. 
Um, but the, I mean, yeah, I looking down site and customizing guns looks almost identical to Call of Duty. So, um, yeah, I'll link it in show notes if people are interested. Well, it's like I specifically mentioned under my column, it's like Lorcana and Marvel Snap and shit. Disney wants that Hasbro money, yo. Which is exactly why. They want the Magic the Gathering money. They want that Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering Pokemon money. Because they see the, the markets for those, and they're massive. They're admittedly massive. Um, Magic the Gathering single-handedly keeps Wizards of the Coast and parts of Hasbro floating. The, the thing that I find disjointed about this Marvel game showcase is just the number and variety and like different levels of quality on all these different types of games. I, so I looked at this, I looked at some of this stuff, and I was like, oh, this is Warhammer all over again. What do you mean? Games Workshop has a very, very bad habit of basically giving its license to anyone with two brain cells and an idea. Mm -hmm. So the quality of Games yeah. Workshop games varies wildly, and the genres vary wildly. So it's you not you'll wrong. Get, you'll get announcements about, oh, hey, Games Workshop has just green like 23 new projects using the Warhammer license. And it's like, this one's a mobile game. This one's a mobile game. This one's an RTS. This one's a third-person shooter, cover shooter. This one's a first-person shooter. This is a squad-based cover uh, cover game. This is a tactical RPG. Like you'll get like wildly different interpretations of the IP. And this feel this this D twenty three shit felt exactly the same. Hmm. Yeah, there was. I'm actually like going back through YouTube, and there's been like um, different video walkthroughs that that they've done of um avatar reckoning and it doesn't look really good it it doesn't not surprised. um not surprised but anyway so i think like maybe snap is the winner in this i think that's probably the best one because ben Brode's behind that i've understood that they've been in development for a while and they've had some beta and early access stuff that's been going on and folks were not happy with it um, let me see if I can pull the story up, but they tied power to a paid battle pass. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Jesus, what? Yeah, they, they have gone back and reverted so, that. Okay. But okay. it was a big misstep during like a beta slash early access kind of program. <sighs> yeah, I think I believe it was Thor. Uh, I want to say it was related to a Jane Foster Thor card that was very strong, but locked behind their paid battle pass. Why I, I are think... any cards behind the battle pass? That was a big deal. And like I said, there was a lot. Of, yeah, this happened back in July, June and July. So this was a big deal. June, July, August um, is when they started doing battle pass stuff for it. Um, yeah, and it caused a lot of it caused a lot of like gnashing of teeth, and it was not great. I don't have a problem with battle pass systems. I have a problem when they lock power behind that shit. Yeah, that's when it yeah. becomes a to win. Yeah, and that was the concern a lot of people had. I mean, just 
just finding these games and just figuring out like who's producing what and what quality is going to be what and what's a gotcha game and what isn't it's very difficult to keep track of this but it sounds like i'm going to tell you every everything that has tcg mechanics is gotcha Mm -hmm. and pay to win yeah and i admit that as somebody who's played tcgs for decades everything that has a tcg playing the game requires paying gotcha yes the well and like everybody says in a tcg the most powerful card is the credit card yeah honestly the more packs you buy the the better your chances of having massively powerful deck 100 percent yep you do you do you do spend your you do use your your money to buy a massively powerful dick yep yep yes that's only visible to other nerds (laughs) okay A massive invisible e that only other people can see. Who I was just making fun of Chris for being Scottish and being incapable of making fun of Max because he's Scottish. One one of our one of our guys just finished building a deck and he sent some deck. It's all the same word. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, maybe one of these games will be good. And we'll be talking about playing a Disney game, but I don't see that happening too much with the games. That I don't really see it happening. I, Disney game. I don't I, think yeah, I will. Sure. I don't think I'll jump into unless the mechanics are really good for either of the card games. I don't think I'll be jumping into any of it. I I like the idea of playing games with Disney IP and all of that stuff, but yeah, if the game isn't good, I'm not going to play it regardless of how cool it looks. I really have no intent. I really have no desire to play anything that contains Disney IP, considering Disney keeps rewriting the copyright process. Hey, I'm the sorry. Process I redesigned because of Disney because they didn't want to lose. Me. Let's be honest. Like that's correct. what it is. I Gav finds a way to turn it into a leftist rant. Hell yeah, let's go. This, I will say that fucking, Disney... it, would, it would not be a coast to coast universe episode without Gav going on a leftist rant. This Disney Kevin. does make it very easy to spend all of your money on Disney. Disney like, makes also makes it very easy to hate them. Yeah. Yeah, but most well, corporations do that. Yep. You know the the thing that I was thinking about as Chris was going through like the Paramount Plus stuff is just like, wow, there's is is Paramount Disney or is that separate? Paramount's separate. a separate. No, separate. Okay. Yeah. So everything like how much 80% of media is just going to be Disney. And then like we have little Star Trek over I, here. We have little I mean, that's, that's been the concern for decades, Kevin. People have been worried about this yeah. for years as yeah. Disney kept swallowing up smaller and why, other corporations. Why do you think the whole Fox merger was such a big fucking concern? Yeah, the Fox merger. Um, it's, there's honestly the rumors that Disney is going to fucking swallow up Sony. Um, yeah, at some point, that's 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 something that the people have talked about. But yes, when they bought uh, Marvel, when they bought 20th Century Fox, when they bought, um, oh, who else has they bought in the last five years, the last 10 years or so? Uh, they've just been swallowing up small companies left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney is very much everybody's kind of taking the Amazon playbook of you can't have competition uh, if you ha- own everything. That's not even a joke. 
Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was, it was... like at this point, so much of the mass media in the U.S. and in the world is owned by Amazon, Facebook, Disney, yeah. Apple, Google, HBO, AT and T, Apple. So much of the media that we consume, Wonder we Brothers. talk so much. We talk so much about golden age of TV and golden age of cinema and golden age of film and all this kind of stuff. And it's like it's only like that because massive corporations have taken over and that they have uh, figured out a formula that works. And they just to appeal keep to repeating as many that common denominators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I'm upset too because I think that it's going to stifle creativity and people who have new ideas are going to have a harder time having their voice heard because mm-hmm. they're just going to be constantly overshadowed by the next eight well, Marvel shit that comes out. See, and that's actually funny because it's actually a problem that Twitch had Yep, for a long mm-hmm. time. was that So the front page of Twitch used to be based on viewership. Mm -hmm. so only big streamers would be featured on the front page which stifled out smaller creators and that was a big deal for a lot of people with relating to Twitch um, because they felt that it did stifle small creators and it only continued to make the rich richer Mm mm-hmm it was a big deal for a long time, and they've they've corrected it. Let's have a look at the corrected it. Let me show this. Let's have a look. Um, I think when I opened up the directory this morning to click to the show, um, it was two hot tub streamers, and well, that's your algorithm, bro. I was, was I was watching a guy like doing Grateful Dead songs. Got- so fun. I've got Afropunk, which is a music with 3.5k viewers. Then I've got one with a thousand with a thousand viewers playing God of War. Some playing uh, Warhammer Total War, 500 viewers. So I'm seeing small. I'm seeing you know, like smaller streamers. The thing is, like the big streamers that I watch or that I have on my list, they don't have to show them because mm-hmm. they're on my list at the side. Yep. My Let's see, um... laugh. I've also got. Yeah, I'm. I'm seeing a lot of little streamers on my on my thing actually. So and that's I, what I'm saying is that they've changed that significantly in the last year or so. The front page is a lot of smaller streamers. I, I'll 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 concede that they've done that. They, they've done better. They have done better. They've done better. So there's literally yeah. a section called "Record Smaller Communities." Mm-hmm. Maybe algorithms Ooh, will save Twitch and the world. Do not fucking say that the algorithm will save Twitch or the world because the algorithm is bad. If the algorithm is AI and it's learning what you like. And you're saying the hot tub streamers that you want to see. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Gav's going to have to educate you on something. It's happening. Gav's going to have to educate you on something. Hold on, let me get my popcorn. we do it after the show? No. Let me get my popcorn. 
So, Kevin, one of the things you have to understand is that an AI model is just that. It is a model. A model is only as good as the data you feed it. If you do not feed the model good, diverse data, it will narrow down on a very specific set of criteria to Mm -hmm. filter things to you. Okay. All right. This is a problem that has plagued AI modelers for a long time because unfortunately a lot of inherent uh, a lot of unconscious biases will show up within modeling okay. uh, this was a problem that um 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 what's it uh photography photography has had a big problem in the last 20 years and even further back digital photography specifically i'm talking about like the uh google pixel uses ai uh uses AI um, machine learning to clean up noisy images and to clean images up to color correct and things like that. Okay? The problem is that photography itself, the process behind it was made with the white face in mind. So color balance for a very long time is something that we're still working on to this day has been skewed towards the white complexion. This mm-hmm. is why um, a lot of, there have been a lot of uh, black people and people of color that have complained about filmmaking not being friendly to their skin tone because the color balance that we are used to and the color balance that we have built over the last hundred years is skewed towards Caucasian and white complexions. Um, this is a big issue. Uh, this has been a big issue on a lot of TV series and things like that. Um, it, it, it's it's been very frustrating. It's the same problem that AI modeling has: is that if you are feeding data into a model that is not truly randomized, then you are putting unconscious biases into that model, and it will begin to spit out things that are not truly random or truly based on the algorithm. They will be skewed in the direction of the data that you have fed into the model. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I fuck up my YouTube rep- recommendations all the time. Yes, that's exactly kind of the problem. Um, it's because you are letting this biased model attempt to feed you information. All right. And that biased model is never going to be truly egalitarian or truly um capable of giving you unbiased recommendations this is a major issue in ai ethics and uh data analytics data modeling okay this is a big issue this is a big issue and ai like artificial intelligence folks are the worst about this. This is something that has been a known issue in AI. This has been a known issue in, in modeling, uh, modeling artificial intelligences for a very long time. And we are just in the last couple of years, we're just now kind of going, Oh, Hey, yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. I'll end it there. I could rant about this for a while, but I will go ahead and end that there. Rant? Yeah, I mean, I think the the funny thing is, is I think like with smarter AI, 
we have the capability to make it smarter and bring out some of those smaller streamers, smaller content creators that may have been overlooked if we didn't have modeling that was based on individuals' behavior versus just showing someone what's popular. Because I feel like, you know, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and other things have just kind of like directed us for years towards this is what's popular, this is what the consensus is, this is what you should watch. And now we have the ability to kind of have it be more tailored to you using AI. But, but yeah, I agree that there's some inherent problems that. How do you build a consensus if everybody's being directed in the same direction? I mean, I think the best person to model it is you, right? Like YouTube recommendations and the, the algorithm to show you what's recommended on YouTube does get better over time if you like things, subscribe to things. That oh, you no, like. mine is dog shit. Mine is absolute dog shit. I have literally, I will go and watch one video on StarCraft. I did this last week. I did this as an experiment. I did not nuke my, I didn't nuke my search history. I didn't nuke my video history. I didn't do anything. I watched one video about Magic the Gathering two and a half weeks ago. My entire YouTube feed, the first 20 videos were all Magic the Gathering. A couple days later. I can later, actually attest to that. I, that happened to me recently. And I watched I watched a StarCraft video two days ago. My entire first 20 to 30 videos on YouTube right now is nothing but StarCraft. There's no, there's no algorithm to it. There is no intelligence to it. It is merely taking what I have seen and it is throwing the largest or the most viewed in that category thing at me. It's not learning my preferences. It's not doing anything. It is just regurgitating the same chunks of fucking information back at me. Some of these are videos that I watched years ago when I was, I, I do the same thing. It's like I went and watched a StarCraft video and it just start spitting videos at me about StarCraft. Learn how to it YouTube, does not, bro. <laughs> it's not learn how to YouTube, bro. It is just spitting shit at me. Mine has live Walt Disney, shoes, gaming, mixes, Apple, hotels, podcasts, consumer electronics, bags, marathons, test drives, trucks, trains, etc. My, I mean, I'm, I only use recommendations to watch videos. That's how good my stuff is set up on YouTube. All I do is subscribe to shit that I like. And I like videos that I like. And it shows me, like, good recommendations. Like, when I, I tell you I, I don't do anything but use recommendations to watch videos, that's what I do. And I watch probably 15 hours of YouTube a week. At least. This, I, I'm putting this in our host chat real quick. But like, I'm signed in whenever I'm watching videos. You know, what I'm I mean? signed in. This is my front page of YouTube right now. I watched two StarCraft videos in the last week. This is my front page. Yeah, but how it many is, videos did you watch total? I mean, I said I just told you I watched two StarCraft videos in total in you, the last week. This is my front page of YouTube. I have not nuked my YouTube history in a while. I haven't purged anything. I haven't added subscriptions. I haven't removed subscriptions. This is my YouTube front page right now. That's odd. Why are they all from um, the same guy? The too? same fucking guy. I know. Kevin, I, I will say I watched 
like maybe three college humor videos in the last maybe month and I have got like six college humor videos on my feed right now. Oh. Out of 12 videos in my front page right now, one of them is Magic the Gathering, Tolarian Community College, which is stuff, content that I has followed for a long time. All right. I watched one Uthermal video about a 7v1 insane AI game that he played, which was the first 7v1 AI game that was won in the world. All right. And I watched one esports video, one esports historian video. That is all my fucking YouTube recommendations are. 11 out oh. of 12. It's not like I sat Mine there and went really down good. a rabbit hole and just kept watching shit. It's not like I went down a rabbit hole and kept watching shit. AI models are inherently not good. They do not feed you good recommendations. They do not learn from you. All right. They Mine's take working. what you know. have. They take the limited amount of data that they have. And then they regurgitate something that seems to be similar to what you've already watched. In most cases, it's going to be the exact same content that you've gotten before or the exact same content creator that you've gotten before. It does not branch you out and give you a bunch of new things. The only time I find new things is when I actively go looking for stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I'm also like, if I don't like something, I choose not interested or I choose don't recommend channel. I report shit like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just tailoring it better, but it's working for me. I don't know. I don't, I don't think AI modeling is wrong, inherently wrong. I mean, I think there's still work to be done. I think, you know, we're miles, you know, down the path from where we were years ago. I mean, just having people like stuff because it got a lot of views on google searches is like it's beyond that at this point i feel like i i feel like it's at least able to give you something closer to what you're looking for than what it used to which was just nothing like there was one time i wasn't logged into youtube on my tv and i didn't even recognize it as youtube the videos were so different i was like what is this so yeah it's before know. we cut this off, um, Neth, you've been very quiet, uh, and I apologize because we have been just running roughshod over this conversation. I just, just I, I'm allowed to just listen. <laughs> no, I was just saying, if you had anything that you wanted to add to this, no. I apologize. We've been kind of yelling at each other for the last 15 minutes. I mean, I didn't have anything to say, so I just let okay. y'all go and, and, that, and no. just... Yeah. I just wanted to give you the opportunity, like fucking give you a space to actually say something rather than Kevin and I yelling at you. Well, me yelling at Kevin and Kevin trying to respond without me interrupting him. Chris, did you have anything? I know you've been rather on the quieter side as well, too. No, no. I engaged a little bit. I. You have shit to do, I know. Yeah. We all have stuff to do, and I need to go cry in the shower after Gavril yelled at me. <laughs> so it's it's that time of the week, okay? Um, yep. What? What did Kevin say? I didn't hear him. He needs to go cry in the shower because Gav yelled at him. Oh, 
Um, and she okay, says we'll she's listening. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening to other people, just not you. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, completely random. Kevin? Yeah. Look up for a second. Yes, Kevin. Look up for a second. Yes. Look up for a second. Yes. Look, look, look at the camera. Look at, look I am. Uh, well, that's on a delay. Yes, camera. Look direct I'm... into the camera, Kevin. You're not looking into the camera. Look into the camera. Up. Oh, there you okay. go. There you go. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. You're looking good today. You too, buddy. I don't, but I appreciate the sentiment. No, I, I, it's just something I noticed earlier. I was just like, ah, Kevin's looking good today. He's looking light. bright. He's looking cheerful. Very good light on you, Kevin. The lighting is very good on you, buddy. Oh, it's just... Okay. <sighs> Look at that compliment, Kevin. Thanks, oh my God, I'm awkward now! <laughs> it's awkward. It's just... I'm, I gotta go. Take a fucking compliment, sure. asshole. God damn. Um, okay, so does anybody have any final thoughts that they'd like to go through? Um, Neth? My final thought is, Kevin, when Manny hits you in the head later in the day, remember it's for your comment about Spawn. Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. Uh, Christopher P. Uh, nope. Uh, I got nothing. Kevin P. Mm. Why are you telling everybody to pee? Maybe they don't need to. I, I do actually need to pee. We're not related, <laughs> by the way. Um, oh, but is that the thing that you have to go do? <laughs> one of them. What, what I'll say is I'm glad to see that Disney is sort of getting their act together around video games, and I'm, I'm hoping for a brighter future. Um, I'm just going to mention real quick that they announced a remaster for the Gargoyles game from the Sega Genesis, I believe it was, during this as well. Just mentioning yes. that. Oh, oh, the other thing that got announced out of this? Hmm. New, new trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. Um, and my final thought is... Um, I think my final thought is going to be... Don't blind, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't blindly trust what you are being fed by an algorithm. Algorithms are fallible, and algorithms are not your friend. Just like corporations aren't your friend. Eat the rich. That's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat. That is with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lich. I, of course, am at Am I Witty Yet. Neth is at Neth Winch. Uh, send emails to feedback at tctceu.com. We'd love to hear from you if you have anything you wanted to say. You can also reach out to us on Twitter or through our Discord. Uh, join us live on Saturdays. We record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu. That is ctceu. Uh, for links to today's show and for a link to our Discord, you can visit the website at tctceu.com. That is tctceu.com. Juice review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you get all that wonderful stuff. Say, oh, snap, boys and girls. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Spawn. Um, thank you, everybody, 
for being here and uh 